Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I see the fun. I see the fun. The Diary of Jack Kirkman I seem fun. The Diary of Jen Kirkman podcast, episode two fifty seven. I'm sure you can see that this is a longer one. Well, at the end of this episode, uh, I tagged on about a thirty minute tips for decorating, and I tell you, it was harder than I thought. It's hard to describe things <laughs> audibly, so. I did my best. It's babbling, but that's why I didn't make it its own episode, and I made it part of an already existing one. So I tagged it on at the end after Allison and I give advice. So, you know, do what you will. Enjoy it if you will. There's, I'm sure it's still fine. But um, yeah, so, you know, whenever I have a guest on the show, I like to just make sure you guys, that you and me still have our alone time. So today I talk with my friend Allison, who it just tickles me that I did, I've known her 20 years and one thing I didn't know about her is that she loves giving advice. (laughs) So I mean as a friend she gives advice. We all give each other advice as friends but I didn't know that she had an extra love of doing this specific kind of thing where you you know actually read a letter someone wrote you and and think about it. So what I think is so funny is I will send Allison the questions from listeners about a week in advance and she ponders and she's prints it out she's writing things down and I just blurt mine out like I try to go from the gut so I think it's a good combination you've got her more thoughtful answer and my gut instinct and between the two of us maybe there's something there so I had asked people to write in I seem fun at gmail.com for all of their holiday I don't know foibles and problems and whatever. So I'm releasing, this one is focused on advice for the Thanksgiving holiday, but I figured why 
wait until Thanksgiving to release it. I mean, I want to take this seriously so you can process our advice. And you'll have a few weeks to do that before Thanksgiving. Or you might not get around to listening to it until then. So, And I just think it's kind of funny to release something about Thanksgiving and Christmas on Halloween. So, okay, I put up my tree. You know, it wasn't like from the heart, which is totally fine. I'm not like trying to have this authentic experience. But I mean, not that I'm not trying to, but you get what I'm saying. It wasn't this, I'm filled with the season early. I'm simply not. And because I love decorating, it's almost becoming sort of mechanical to me where I put up my tree because that's the decoration for the next few months. So I used to have a really tall tree. It was like seven feet tall. And again, these are all fake trees because I want to have them up longer than normal. And I don't want to deal with, you know, a real tree and all of the, I just have in my mind, real trees catch on fire. Anything can catch on fire really. But in my mind, if I have a real tree, it'll catch on fire when I'm not home. And then who knows, who knows the mayhem that would wreak on my condo. Um, So, so I didn't, so I got rid of the seven foot tree last year and I got a five, like a five foot tree. And last year I didn't put it in the corner where I normally put the seven foot tree. I put it in a different area, almost like in my little dining room area. And so this year I put it next to the corner where the tree used to be because I used to have to move a chair and move this tall lamp. And now I'm like, I'm going to put the tree next to the chair. It's not really crowded. And it's right in front of, I have like these two giant like sliding doors that go into my, the world's tiniest deck. So it's in the window. Can anyone see it? No, maybe the apartments across the street, but, um, so it's there and it's right next to the chair and it's cute and it's five feet tall and it's it's perfect. A tree should be in the living room. I don't know what I was doing with the little dining area last year. I think last year I was just like a little just overwhelmed. I was writing a script. I was feeling a little nervous about the holidays because of the res- the residual residue of a holiday breakup the year before. This year it's like, of course, some time has gone by so it's a little less like ugh. But um, yeah, so I've got like, I've got the thing I'm against, um, which is, well, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, I haven't seen it in years, but I enjoy Tim Burton and I think it looks great. But I do not like, God, I bored myself when, when they take the Disney, um, what do you call it? Disneyland. The Haunted Mansion turns into Nightmare Before Christmas. It's too... I don't like it. I don't like it. I know that Disney World is one giant advertisement for the brand Disney, and now they own Lucas Films or whatever, and it's I, I get it. But there were some rides that were just old-fashioned and random, and I always loved the Haunted Mansion for that, and I hate when they bring in this um, Nightmare Before Christmas thing because it, it doesn't work for me. Whatever. But... So I've got like some pumpkins, they're glass and you put candles in them and a little day of the dead skull and a tree all within a few feet of each other. And you know what? 
it's working for me right now. It's like we're transitioning, you know? I have a, a decor of all the upcoming holidays. So why did I put my tree up? Well, I have to go, by the time you hear, the, oh no, you're hearing this tomorrow. Um, I'm going to New York next week and I'm home for one day and then I go to Sacramento and San Francisco. So I didn't want to wait until the third week of November to put my tree up or the second week because I'll be busy. I'm going away the next week for Thanksgiving, going to the East Coast, and then I'm going on like a little personal thing for a couple of days. So, you know, I really didn't, I want as much time with my stuff as I can get. So I knew I was going to put it up early and I thought, well, maybe I'll put it up on Halloween night. And then I realized, why don't I be a goddamn person and go see if any of my friends who have a house with like a proper porch and, you know, kids trick-or-treating. So my friend Chris Frangiola is, uh, has nothing to do on Halloween. So I'm going to go over to his house and sit on the porch and hand out candy. And I was pretty excited. I meant to go hang out with him and his wife, but she's in Amsterdam. So I was like, okay, well, it'll just be you and me. And I, <laughs> I said, oh my God, I'm going to bring a decoration that makes noise for your porch. And he was like, isn't that just you? <laughs> but you know, like one of those witches that's like, <laughs> so that'll be fun. That's my big Halloween night. That's about all I want to do. I'm not into the, I don't know what it is. I love costumes. I don't mind it. It's just that Halloween is such an event in Los Angeles that getting dressed up in a costume and going to a party, like if I lived in a suburb or something, it might be fine. Um, or if I had a friend in my neighborhood that did something, but it's like you drive in here, you get an Uber, the prices go up. Everyone's, it's just too much craziness. Um, so, okay, got the tree up, but I don't have the rest of the decorations up. I feel like that's when it can look a little weird when it's too early. So, but why did I put it up? So I thought, okay, well, the Hallmark Channel Christmas movies are, began, or they began last Saturday. And I thought, oh, I'll put that up while I watch it. So I go to dinner with a friend the night before and he was like, sorry, can we go somewhere that has like, you know, the Dodgers and the... Los Angeles on in the background. And I'm like, the World Series, Dodgers and Red Sox. And you know, I love, well, I loved the Red Sox. I was a, a, watching them all through the 90s when I lived in Boston, then when I lived in New York. And it was like, you know, just tough to live in New York with the Yankees. I was kicking their ass. And then I moved to LA, early years in LA, going to Red Sox bars in Boston. I mean, in Los Angeles. And then we had the idiots in 2004, which was the most inspirational thing. It's my favorite story of all where they just, they just kept losing and they had had a terrible two that I think it was 2003 where they kept, um, Pedro Martinez in too long for pitching and he, he was tired and it just, we were like, just please let him go. And they, and the Yankees crushed them and, we didn't even get to the World Series and blah, blah, blah. So here we are. It's 2004. We're like doing well enough to get into the playoffs. But the Yankees are kicking our ass. Just, whoa, like one of those, I don't watch boxing, but I've seen 
movies about boxing where like you don't even get in a punch. That's the Red Sox. And Johnny Damon, the sort of team mascot, was like, we're not the corporate Yankee. I mean, everything's the corporate everything, but I get what he was saying. We're not the Yankees with the, they have the clean cut and the this. Let's grow our hair and beards out and let's just call ourselves the idiots. And we're just like, how did we get here, you know? And we're just playing for fun. And they called themselves the idiots and they watched a lot of inspirational sports movies and they took this very kind of spiritual, like, let's just play for fun and get out a result. We're just idiots. And I love it. And it started working. Game four, the Yankees had won the first three games of the playoffs. You have to win four out of seven. Well, we're on game four. The Red Sox are losing. We're done. And even if they win game four, they'd have to win five, six, and seven in order to trounce the Yankees. So they win four. And, you know, I think everyone was thinking, well, good. At least we're not, you know, it wasn't a total shutout. It's not totally embarrassing. But then it was like, the people of Boston started changing their attitude by game five. It was like, wait a minute. We don't need to just go, oh, well, we'll probably lose, but at least we didn't like totally get creamed. It's like, no, maybe we could, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could actually sweep the last four games in a row and make it to the World Series. And the signs are coming out. We still believe. Anyway, so on the night of game four, I mean, it was a last-minute thing that turned it around. And they stayed in the game, and it was so exciting. And anyway, I was re-watching. So anyway, I was sitting with, with my friend. We are having dinner, and I was like, we kind of weren't really paying attention. And then um, I got home, and I put on the game, and he texted me, like, the game's still going on. I think it was like this seven-hour game. And I was like, oh, well, I hope your Dodgers win. I don't really care about the Red Sox anymore because after the idiots, like, they meant so much to me. And then, of course, they won the World Series. And here's what was crazy. They won the World Series in a sweep. They just won one, two, three, four, the first four games. So they had won eight games in a row. It was just like they became unstoppable. So, and it was just great, and we hadn't won a World Series since 1918, and the whole thing, and everyone's happy, and blah, blah, blah. 2004, the idiots. I mean, if you're not already beholden to a baseball team, and you can stand watching anything about a baseball team that you don't care about, watch anything. I think there's a few, like, there's some little documentaries on YouTube, or there was like 30 and 30 about it once, but just Google the idiots, 2004, Boston Red Sox. It's so good. Then, like, my heart starts breaking because Kurt Schilling, who pitched with, like, a bloody ankle and helped us win, like, he turns out to be a right-wing racist loon. Johnny Damon's like, I'll never leave the Red Sox. He goes to the Yankees the next year. Like, everything's falling apart. And I know that that's business and who cares what people's politics are and fucking people go to the Yankees. And, you know, it was really the Red Sox fault for not giving him a great contract when he was the heart and soul of the team. And he – what I don't fucking know, you know? So – I get it, but I just sort of realized that part of the joy was in the heartbreak of them losing all the time. <laughs> and not joy, but it was like when they start winning all the time, it's just like, well, now you're the Yankees. So I, you know, was kind of watching it Friday night, like we're just half not into it and thinking, well, I don't have a stake in this, so whatever. It's not my... There's no one left from the old team, I don't think, except maybe one person. But 
so then the next night when the Hallmark movie was on, I was, you know, people were on Twitter. They were watching the baseball game. I had my tree. I'm watching the Hallmark. And I start watching the game. And I start seeing the faces of the Dodgers fans, like that pleading, like, please, please, please. Because the Dodgers were up uh, in this game, but the Red Sox had more wins on the playoffs as a whole. I mean, on the Red Ser- on the World Series games as a whole. Anyway, I just went, oh, God, I remember caring that much. Oh, that was a fun time. And then I start watching and I go, well, I mean, as long as it's the Red Sox and someone else, I guess I root for the Red Sox. Like, you know, it's in your DNA. And uh, I start watching, and I realize I just love the game of baseball. I find it so suspenseful and exciting. It's like, to me, the most exciting sport. And I know you either hate it or you love it, but it excites me. There's so much drama and tension and, like, what's going to happen. And it's, oh, it's great. And it's great when you see really skilled people just fuck up, whether it's your team or someone else's. You're like, how did that happen? How did you drop that? You know, it, oh, it's heartbreaking. So I started getting into it again. And I'm not like that. Like, I'm like, oh, my life rides on this or, oh, my God, I'm not happy unless they win. So it wasn't the same intensity as it used to be. But I definitely was like, I'm invested. So I didn't decorate my tree and I never watched the Hallmark movie. And then the next night, I'm like, okay, I have the Hallmark movie on my DVR. I'm going to watch it and decorate my tree. And I started watching the game again. And then I watched the Red Sox win the World Series. And I'm not going to say that they started turning things around and won because I started watching again. But, you know, if you're from Boston, you might want to give me a thanks. Because the Dodgers were doing pretty well until I started watching the games. So just saying. But anyway. After that, I put the movie on and I decorated my tree. I have rewound Christmas at Pemberley Manor 50 times because I can't pay attention. It's like not enough is going on. I'm like, I get it. That the So that's the holiday update from my end of things. And uh, next week, we'll, I'll be back with an all-new episode, just you and me talking about, oh, all kinds of things. I'm, I'm, I'm going to record it this week. So, And so here's... Uh, don't forget, there's new merchandise in my Tee Public merchandise store. So here's how you can find my merchandise. You can go to my website, jenkirkman.com, and click shop. That's probably the easiest way. Um, but if you go to the Twitter at I Seem Fun Podcast, it's in the um, Twitter bio where to shop. Also in the Twitter bio is the secret link to the closed I Seem Fun Facebook group. So I can... You can request to get in it. I'll let you in. I don't let anyone in who doesn't answer the questions because that's my way of confirming you're not like an imposter. And uh, we'll have some fun. So, But the new merchandise I love, there's there's a girls will be girls. It's like it looks really cool and there's a fist and that could be a t-shirt or a sticker or whatever. There's feminist AF and then in parentheses it says end fun. Um Again, these can be stickers or iPhone cases or pillows or T-shirts or onesies or V-necks or sweatshirts. Like it, it can be anything. And then uh, there's one that says over 40 in pink for the ladies. You know, put that on a mug. That's fun. Anyway, everything is up in the shop now. 
And then the classics, I seem fun, I hate fun. Get yourself a tote bag. The prices are pretty reasonable. There's always random sales here and there. A lot of times they'll have a 24-hour sale where a t-shirt's just 14 bucks. So, and it does ship worldwide. So go there, jenkirkman.com, click shop. And also please come see me at the Bell House in Brooklyn, Monday, November 5th at 7.30. It's not like breaking sales records right now. And I'm a little bummed. So like, please come, jenkirkman.com, click tour dates. And then California, I'll see you all over California, Sacramento, Saturday, November 10th, San Francisco, Sunday, November 11th, San Diego, Sunday, November 18th. And what's so funny is I asked you guys, if you bought tickets, can you tweet at me? Um, but somebody wrote, Jen told me to tweet at her. So, okay, let me, that's not really going to, set the world on fire. If you bought tickets to one of my shows, can you just tweet as though you weren't told to do it? I'm so excited. I have tickets for Jen's show in Sacramento or San Diego or San Francisco. See you there. And like, I will retweet you and be like, yay, everybody else, you know, but like Jen told me is weird. So I'm sorry if I wasn't clear enough, but can you make it sound like you're actually excited to come and you thought to tweet about it? Like you're trying to get other people to go. Like it's an advertisement on your Twitter. And then I'll retweet it and we'll go from there. <sighs> At Jen Kirkman on Twitter. And then, of course, I am part of the All Things Comedy Network. Go to allthingscomedy.com. And uh, that's it for right now. Enjoy enjoy the advice that we give people about, oh, there's relationship advice. There's family advice. There's friendship advice. There's a lot going on in this Thanksgiving episode. There's drama. There's anger, smashing glasses. There's a lot going on with you guys. So we will help you out right now. I seem fun, the Diary of Jen Kirkman. Oh, I don't have to do the intro because I already did. This is Allison Castillo. Say hi to everybody. Hi to everybody. We are here to give you some goddamn advice. But first, we have an ad. First, we have an ad. Um, Allison. Jen. Do you know Nikki Glaser, comedian? I I mean I know I don't know if Nikki would know me. I know oh. Nikki. Oh. That sounds <laughs> she just weird, raised her eyebrows. Right? Well, Nikki has a great um, podcast on Comedy Central called You Up. Delightful. I think it means like you know. For it. Yeah. And you up. You up. Yeah. Because she's sexy. She is a, a sexy, sexy lady. lady. <laughs> and I don't think the podcast is I hope her. She doesn't call. mind my saying that. <laughs> I think she would love it. Okay. I mind because I'm now I'm jealous, but whatever. Well, I mean, I hope you would go on her podcast and maybe say the same the thing. Same. About, I thanks. would say the same. Um, no, I don't mean to imply that her podcast is her calling guys going, you up? I think she's <laughs> <laughs> um, Although, but, you know what? I'd listen. But she's um, a good a good kid, I was going to say. She's like... She's a great kid, that Nikki. Great kid. She, um, she doesn't hate other women. She does the fucking work. She works. She works it. She did the hard road. She does the hard road. Okay. And now she's being rewarded with her Sirius XM Comedy Central radio show, You Up with Nikki Glazer. But I am here to tell you it's now a podcast. And I, I trust that you guys can handle another podcast in your life. Just don't forget about me. Come join Nikki Glazer and her best friend, Tom Takar. They overshare about their personal lives. They get and give perspective on dating and sex. They dissect pop culture. They try to understand the news. And they make fun of whatever and whoever else deserves it. 
Some of their latest episodes feature great interviews with the likes of Tracy Morgan and Amber Tamblin. Check it out because now it's a podcast. You can go back in time and uh, listen in and you can stay until the end of every every episode. Well, yeah, don't be a psycho and turn I it mean, off. come on. It's funny. When Nikki reveals cryptic personal secrets. <laughs> I like that. That's like subtweeting, which used to be such a thing. You're secretly tweeting about someone, but you don't say who. But now things move so fast on Twitter, like I, your social circle doesn't I even notice it. I don't even look at Twitter anymore because I'm always like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Like, yeah. It's, it moves too fast. Hashtag, but, hashtag what happened? <laughs> but now with podcasts, you only have to listen. It's not as fast. I, that, I meant that all in a good way. Anyway, subscribe now to You Up with Nikki Glazer on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. And then, of course, you can listen to it on Sirius XM Comedy Central every day. Jesus, that's a lot. Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. I just got exhausted. Channel 95, thinking about having to do, do that, that every, every day. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, are uh, we, we sacked up? Uh, so, get into it. Nikki's the best. You Up podcast. You Up podcast. Yay. All right, okay, here go, Nikki. we go. So, Allison <laughs> said to you today, wow, these. Wow, guys. These are holidays. heavy. It's like. Woo! You know, we're used to like, I'm moving to LA and I want to be an actor, and all of a sudden the holidays come and. Whew, there's like a broken glasses, right? There's like some a I lot of drama. I think I had to take some extra meds this morning to deal with these. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Well, I don't remember though because I'm on meds. I love. Wait, see. are you? Yeah. I am. Oh, I can talk about that. Oh couple, no. Wait. Couple of meds, you know. I was gonna say we can talk about that as one of our, but it doesn't relate to this thing, so never mind. We well, can if you want. I mean, some of these. I'm thinking. Um. So one, two. Three, so I have to organize. I'm trying to think of which one to do first. Should we? Let's start in. This is my favorite one. Are you starting with wine? Because or no? I'm starting. Well, it has to do with wine, but it's not the silly wine one. Okay, I know the one. Yeah, and I as I told as I told I told the (laughs) listeners because I did a little chat before at home, like part one. I guess it would have been nice for me to know, but it's fine. I'm not. Well, I feel like they want a little alone time with me, and then. I bring them into the world. Oh, by the way, I love whenever, and I this is so not necessary, but whenever someone addresses it to Jen and Allison, it just gives me such a warm feeling. Me so, too. Thank you guys. And it's not, I'm not shitting on those of you who didn't. No. That's fine too, because it's Jen's podcast, but thank you anyone who includes me. It makes me feel so warm as well, because like, I love- so nice. I love when we all can share and things together. And, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I was saying to them that I tend to skim them- and cut and paste them and make a document and I send it to you and you come in with like notes and you've oh, thought about so it. So many notes. So I think I like that approach that like one person's That's really good. thought it out and the other person's just like, uh, here's what I would say if I was taken by surprise. So, I just think yeah. that really reflects our personalities. Yeah. And and our, maybe as performers too because you're very good on your feet and I am very stick right. to scripty. You like to prepare even though you yeah. don't need to. Thanks, Jen. This is our just little advice session right now. Guys. Yeah, because I I had a show in LA where you could work out new stuff, and I was like, you can do your scripted if you want, but or you could go up and just riff it. And she <laughs> did, and it was just as funny as when she's on her scripted. Thanks, like Jen. it was a delight. But you know what's you really great can do about that show? And if you haven't come to it, you really should lab test. Jen well, it's over. Lab test. Well, it's coming back though, right? Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to do it differently next right. year. It might Sorry. be more reading essays. Oh, okay. Well, what we'll was see. fun, guys, yeah. was that you know everybody in the room was in on it, and I think that's why you can relax and be like, everyone knows you're just doing it for the first time. So yeah. it's like, we're all together in this, and if the joke about the apple doesn't work, 
doesn't work. They know that you're not like, I put my whole life into yeah, this. This and, is my Netflix hour that I'll never have. Yeah. yeah I think they, me, I, th- <laughs> I think that they, oh, that's the new thing I'm hearing from Netflix. What? That like. That I'll never have one. Yeah. They're like. <laughs> they're calling you. Let Allison know. They're like, you can't have another one. And then now we're going to tell your yeah, friends. Yeah. But the new thing is if anyone like say famous watches your special. So they're sitting there ripe for the watching. And let's say like. Will Ferrell watches it and then tweets 5 million people. Jen Kirkman's special is great. And then 5 million people watch it. Then, like, even though they've said no to me for a third. Then you get another. It's not no. It's just, like, based on the numbers, they're not there in order to warrant a third. But anything could happen. So, like, if we get, like, the right person to watch and tweet. Like, if Charo was, like. (laughs) I'm looking for Charo. Watch Jen's special. This is the worst Charo impersonation ever. Yeah. But like, I mean, if Charo said to watch something, I would watch it. So. I think I would. I'd go right to Charo. But I think like then, yeah, they would have to actually watch it. Every listener is like, who is Charo? Like, Mm. we've never heard of her. Google Charo. In case. Or not Charo. Okay. Here we go. Not Charo, Charo. Um, This is my faves. Dear Jen. Sorry, they didn't say Allison. That's okay. But they're a bad person. I'm not trying to <laughs> shit on those guys. Just thanking the other ones. Oh, the drama, the drama indeed. You can say my name. It's cool. I never put your names here, so I'm not going to say it. Last Canadian Thanksgiving, my sister intentionally smashed a half full glass at my feet in anger because we weren't eating pie slash dessert at a time that she wanted. I'm serious. This was her line in the sand. It happened five minutes after I woke from my food nap having also prepared the entire meal for six people with my girlfriend starting at 6.30 a.m. I wasn't physically hurt, but I was emotionally done for two days afterward. And, parentheses, this incident being the very last straw and certainly not the first of its kind, end parentheses, I've kept her at more than arm's length ever since. My girlfriend and I will barely speak a word to my sister and only when we absolutely must. I believe my father's words to me and to my non-surprise since she's the favored sibling. Well, you shouldn't have made her do it. (gasps) Oh, I'm still not sure how I made her do anything. She walks around like this never happened. How can something like this even be prevented? I don't think they're really asking that. To me, this felt like a violent act. She's always been quite aggressive verbally and at times has used her size physically. I I don't know if this person's a man or woman, by the way. When we were kids... Oh, it's a man. When we were kids, it was one thing. Not great, but I survived. But she's nearly 41. I refuse to say over 40 because them's hallowed words around these parts. Thank you. Nice. You can now get everybody your over 40 paraphernalia at my Tee Public new merchandise store. Nice. Go to jenkirkman.com. Click shop. You can get a tank that says over 40. It says it in like cursive pink. You can get a mug. It can be made on a pillow a sticker, uh, a notebook, an iPhone case. I mean, it's wow. adorbs. Okay. It's, this, it's a great company. Um, they, everything's made to order, so I don't like have a warehouse like of a all these things. Stock. Yeah. Um, anyway, I find it utterly unacceptable to have a person like this in my life, yet this is my immediate family, and at some point or another, I will have to be in the same room, most definitely over the holidays. All, oh, most definitely over the holidays. I thought he was saying, like, I am most definitely over the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> All well, the, <laughs> I would agree with that if I were him. All the above said, I would like to be clear that I'm 100% fine. I'm lucky to live a wonderful life, to have a pretty great job, and to be surrounded by a ton of love. My sister is just the one dark cloud that comes into view from time to time. I hope this wasn't too heavy. Um, I, I'll make up a name, Jim. 
Well, I don't know what his question is. First I of all, I'm left, I'm left wondering what we can help him I with. I mean, okay. I have uh, a different opinion about who the dark cloud is, by the way. But, but oh. I want to hear your thoughts Oh, first. are you thinking the father? Uh-huh. Well, I just wrote down, your father sucks. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> because great advice. he does suck. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. Jim, in quotes. But, okay, yes, this is violent. It's absolutely violent. It doesn't, it's not just feels like a violent incident. It's a violent act. You are, and you're saying she always was violent and not just verbally, but physically. So your sister has huge anger issues, which your parents clearly, at least your father hasn't taken seriously for your whole life. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think you have to be around anyone. And I think you're doing a good job of not being around her. So why do you have to be around her? And I just think, one thing that I got out of our holiday, most of our holiday <laughs> advice askers is like, you guys might want to seek some actual counseling <laughs> by someone who's licensed for something. Because like, this is a real... I know, these are big This is a big, big deals. issue. Like, yeah. you're, if you're... First of all, the fact that you think there's a favorite sibling. If your father has actually articulated that, that's horrifying. Yeah. Um, if your father says you made her do it, that's the most horrifying. Like, I, I'm sorry to you. And go and don't hang, don't see her. <laughs> don't see her over the holiday. And, you know, I think that's, I, I just, you talk because I'm, I'm bold, She's well, ap bowled over. She's apoplectic. I'm bowled over. She literally is on the ground with a bowling ball I'm on her. <laughs> and a bowl on her head. <laughs> a bowler hat mm. on my head, bowled over. Damn it. Take it, I Jen. Love it. Take well, it. here's what I, what stood out to me. Uh, well, I'm dying to know what was in the glass. Was it hot liquid? Was it wine? I don't know. Oh, I just assume wine. wine. Yeah, yeah same. Okay. What else would you put in a glass at I the mean, holidays? If you're going to break a glass <laughs> for dramatic effect, it better be yeah. filled with wine. But, but, and you, you can tell this is a positive person because they said a half full glass. They didn't say a half empty glass. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, you know, he's like, I have a good life. And it's like, yeah, but this sucks. Well, that's the best part is like, thank God you have a good life. Go do that life. So yeah. I, I, this is what I'm thinking about your dad. And I can relate in some ways. Sometimes there's a family member who's a bit of a problem. And the parents, right. especially, obviously, they are older than us. So they're from a different generation where you denial, denial, denial. They, it would hurt them if they admitted they have a kid with anger issues, perhaps. So they just right. deny it because they don't want to think they did something wrong. They don't want to deal with it. Not our family, bah, bah, bah. So it's easier to say to the person who can handle it, the stable one, why'd you make her do it? It's like, in a weird way, his way of saying, it's you and me against her. I cannot go to her and go, why did you do that? Yeah, that's a, that's a much kinder way of looking at well, this issue, Jack. And I'm not saying, now, by the way, so now- I hand it to you. That's my sort of like insight into where the parents are coming from. Here's the, the news, though. You don't have to put up with it. You don't have to like it. And you're allowed to be like, I hate that about my father. He, in this lifetime, didn't go next level. Like, you know, like he's not there for me. Yeah. He's choosing one kid over another to make his life easier. And that's a tragedy and whatever. But my other thing would be maybe perhaps the parents are afraid of her as well. Well, and yeah, they have and to then I go, her. I mean, if this has lasted your whole life and nobody has, even taken a step forward to investigate what's going on with your sister. Yeah. I mean, for all anyone knows, 
I know, you know, whoever. She could be on the spectrum. This could be something that, like... Yeah, could be fixed. Or she could just have weird anger issues. And, yeah. like, who knows where those came from. But, like, if no one has ever thought to examine it. And I think your point is well taken. A lot of times people just can't deal with it. And they don't want to do that, especially from a certain generation. But... Yeah. I don't know. This is, like... Yeah, I mean... So what would you, I mean, I guess the, the thing is, like... And in, in it's look. Let's just say this guy uh, got in her face. You suck. You're horrible. And you know you still didn't make anyone do anything. They don't have to react that way. So you didn't make anyone do right, it. Right. Right. Of course. Okay. So now what do you do? Like, there's a world where it's like, well, you know, there's some good parts of my family. Right. How do you go home if you go home this way? Do you? I don't know how. If there's flights involved. If it's like a drive, do you just go for two hours and you don't That's sit at the point. end of the ta- you sit at a different part of the table? Or you just skip it this year because you can't figure out what to do in time. I mean, also... Because you can visit your parents alone without your sibling. Is there a way to talk to your parents about this? Have you ever talked to them about it? I don't think I don't think that says anything in here. I Um, think, too, they said, um, this is my immediate family. At some point or other, I'll have to be in the same room. So, yeah, I don't know. She's 41. I doubt she lives with the parents. Like, can you just go another time? That's This is what I always say to people who don't get along with everyone in their immediate family. You just can't do the holidays then unless you make a compromise and go be around right. that person. Or you don't. And then you visit your parents alone uh, two weeks later or something. Right. But you just can't. You have to do your own thing, especially if you have a lady. Go to her family's. I mean, I'm again, yes, it's great. I'm glad to hear you're having a good life. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. And good for you <laughs> because it sounds not great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. First of all, what's Canadian Thanksgiving? What did... I don't know what they're thankful for in Canada <laughs> except for when... great health care and is it when like marijuana? I'm Googling. Is it when? Um... I just said marijuana. Oh, I'm do 80. they even have? I'm 80. Mar- Canadian Thanksgiving. Is it when they were free from who? Um, also England because they're not. The French. An annual Canadian holiday occurring on the second Monday in October. Oh, oh. well, this is already too late. Oh which my celebrates gosh. We the, just let you down so badly. Which celebrates the harvest and other blessings. Oh, everybody. Oh, so it's just about, like, it's truly the real meaning of Thanksgiving. Yeah, everybody has one. It's just blessings. It's not, like, pretending like we do that yeah. a man discovered. Right, that we sat down with the people we actually slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe we sat down first, first. just to take a load off and to We're warm like, up to slaughter. We took that knife out of the turkey and put it in their backs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's well, my... good luck. Um, I hope it worked out, rather. And if yeah. you celebrate Christmas, let, let us know what happened. I mean, I thought I was being very, like, American about this when I was like, it's, I'm going to help people. Now, before, speaking of Christmas, and then we're going to get into the rest of our advice, but... We've got one of my favorite sponsors. I don't know if you know about these people, Allison. Have you heard of FabFitFun.com? I haven't. Oh, my God. Do you know about, like, the whole subscription service thing where, like, you know, these beauty editors and fashion editors and all the fun, fancy people, they put together these subscriptions and you get mailed things uh, quarterly in a box in a box okay so fabfitfun is one of our great sponsors and i have the fabfitfun boxes oh you do it's mind-blowing the stuff that comes in it like full-sized products and like leather eye masks like for sleep and like last month had stuff like that and had like 
yoga bath salts and um, like bath salts for post yoga. I mean, I think it's for anything. I don't I think was the like, bath salts are going to go. Yoga bath salts. <laughs> They're not going to go. You didn't do yoga. I can tell. <laughs> and like um, a coffee. Uh, what do you call it? Like a French press and oh. the, just like so many awesome things. So it's like a little bit of every world, like home, fitness, wellness, beauty. So here's the deal. Here's if you guys want to read along, go to fabfitfun.com. F A B F I T F U N dot com. Use my name Kirkman. K-I-R-K-M-A-N, in the uh, offer code. So this is what you do. Go fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well-lived. Promo code Kirkman, $10 off your first box. That's going to be, uh, the box is worth over 200 bucks, but it's only forty nine. It's only $39.99. Now that's a deal. And then with $10 off, yeah, $39.99. So it's Great. a seasonal box delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. Just for forty nine ninety nine a box again with my code Kirkman ten bucks off thirty nine ninety nine. Do you love discovering new products or your beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? You ever pin something to your Pinterest board that you always wanted but never dared to try to have? Well, you can try FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as uh, must have brands that you know and love. So. Here's where we're going. No samples of anything, by the way. You're not going to get that. I love that. that. I, I hate you samples. You don't end up with like 5 million samples all over your and house. I, you know I hate samples because I, I have a little area where I put like travel things. I travel a lot. But sometimes I'm like, I don't want to just use that for traveling. I want to use it. But I hate sample size mixed with my regular size. It's it's a thing. I it, know. Yeah. It's a I way. It gets in the way. We have control over so little. <laughs> <laughs> that I have to control you size. You have to control your sizes. Sizes and where they go. So you Hear can, that, fellas? Hello. <laughs> Kazang. Boom, boom. Uh-oh. I'm you just, up? I don't I'm know. I'm just going to get in doing... trouble for doing that. Okay. No, you're not. I'm just kidding. No sample sizes of anything. The fantastic value. Many products, individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. I can vouch for that. You can customize your box by choosing some products, and there are add-ons you can get with each box, or you can just be surprised. But this is great. So fabfitfun.com. Use Kirkman, $10 off. They always sell out every season. So, like, don't fart around, as my mother would say. And the winter box is on the way. Don't fab fit fun fart around, Don't guys. fab fit fun fart around. They're going to be like, why, <laughs> why do we ask we comedians read to read yes. this? But it's a great gift. This is what I always say. People are going to let you down with Christmas gifts. If you want something that's sort of a surprise, but you know it's going to be amazing, buy yourself what this. What a great idea, Chad. Yeah. Then when the box comes, it's not sad like, oh, I bought myself something. I already know what it is. You don't know. And then you have amazing things that your dumb Or ask family somebody else to gift you FabFitFun. Exactly. And give them the Kirkman code. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that way you know you're getting the things you like. You just don't know what they are yet. And I'm giving you the gift of the code Kirkman. $10 off. All right. Wonderful. Great work, everybody. All right. Now. Wonderful fab fit. Is there one you're just burning to get to? Um, I mean, I I don't want to. I love the wine one so much, but that can go wherever. I think we need to use that after the the harder, deeper. Um. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. You mentioned the one about the relationship oh. that had to end. Yeah, that one's tough. That's a biggie. Let's do it. <laughs> you guys did not make this easy. I know, you guys have actual problems. Where are the people who are like, I just can't find find the right snow boot or whatever, like, you know. This is where I'm like, oh, my God, Talkspace, they are not a sponsor this week, but just. We're just going to throw it out there anyway, guys. Just think about it. Yeah. Okay. um, Is this it? Which one is it? Page. A bit of a classic. A bit of a classic. Oh, a bit of a classic. All right, let's see. A bit of a... Cl- okay. 
Hi, Jen. Hope you're well. Sorry. Sorry that I didn't include you, Allison. A bit of a classic query here about breaking off a relationship in the lead up to the holiday season or to wait until after. I got dumped the day after Christmas and they were going to wait, so it doesn't fucking matter. Unless it's July, (laughs) which is both before and after the holiday season, the person's holidays will be ruined for many years to come. So So let's move on. That one's (laughs) it. So dump them as soon as possible. Okay, keep reading. Okay. Because this one is like... This one is like planning an event. Like, it's so many moving parts. Oh, my God. Keep reading. You're, okay. I feel stupid for asking as Never stupid be honest ask. early should surely be the logical answer. Okay, I didn't okay. keep reading. This is the fun of not having read them in advance. My partner and I are expats, and we've been together for four years, two of them overseas. So they don't live in America anymore, and they live somewhere else? It would seem so. Okay. Yeah. We reach the point where I feel we are just great roommates who share a bed. I feel suffocated by the idea of further commitment, and the excitement just hasn't been there for at least a year. Hmm. I love him dearly and want the best for him, which is what is motivating me to end a potentially toxic relationship so we can both move on. Well, where is it? What's toxic about it? I thought it was just... Potentially toxic. Potentially toxic. So he's thinking into the future of where it might go. Oh, God. Okay. We've had an open relationship for a year. Oh. And I find myself seeking emotional satisfaction from other guys rather than just sex. Hmm. As it makes me feel interesting, attractive, and alive, which is a big mother of a red flag. It's also a mother of a red flag for yourself, too. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I know it it makes you feel like, oh, God, I must not be in love with this person. But it's also like, what's up with your well-being that that, like, that problem is going to carry you through even if you leave this person? Right. Watch out. Put that... In the hip pocket, guys. Put that in the hip pocket we'll and get books about sex and love addiction. Thank you. Okay. He is definitely happy to keep going, and I feel selfish for not appreciating that someone wants to be with me this much. Don't. It's always weird. It's a weird feeling. You don't have to appreciate it. But I've reached the conclusion that this will turn if we continue on for, well, God knows how long in this comfortable but sparkless state. And usually people do open it up to create a spark, and sometimes you can work through that right. dry period. But it just sounds like you've made up your mind, and it sounds like you may be freaking out. So both of our parents are coming over for the holidays. It's a big commitment for both of them, and they have spent, for them, a lot of money and effort to get away from their jobs and lives to come and see us. They are staying with us, and we are all booked to travel abroad together over the holiday break, and they are very excited. Cute. I feel like I'm smashing that to pieces if I drop the bomb pre-holidays. Or is it worse to blindside everyone with the news after they all go home? I don't know. Complicating factor two. Where do they live? His visa is connected to my job. So when we split, you will likely have to leave the country. I told you. A lot of moving parts. I have no idea what I meant to do with that. It feels like such an awful power consequence of breaking up that he is removed from his life here. But he knew it was up. It has nothing to do with the holidays, but maybe that's easier to cop in the new year. I know it's probably not healthy for me or fair of him to drag this out over the holidays or fair to him. But with so much happening, I'm not sure whether a post-holiday split is really easy on, on him. No, it's all bad. Or if I'm just <laughs> clouding this inevitable, awful process in Michigas and need to get on with it for everyone's sake. Looking forward to your advice, if I'm lucky enough. Happy holidays and lots of love. Okay, I have some quick thoughts, and okay. then you go. Well, I just, I feel like I'm being blindsided by the breakup. I don't know what to do. And I don't know where, okay, here's my two things. Okay. This guy, you have issues that are not going to go away when this guy does. So just know that you're going to have to work on that stuff. There's a world where two years from now you could be like, oh, my God, I was in love. I was just going through something. So let's, don't stay with him for that. But just know you're just going to get new problems. So 
don't be excited for any relief that's coming. It's not. Maybe not. Possible. You're just, uh, so your point is breakup isn't solution. It it will, the, it will solve the problem. Solve the immediate of, problem. Yeah, like I don't okay. love him, but like just in case that was something he was excited about. Okay, two. <laughs> don't get excited about that. If his visa is connected to your job, I don't get why you have to split like right that second. Can you well, be that's, friends? That's what I said. I said, isn't there a way that despite the breakup, you guys can deal with that? more long term. I mean, oh. there's got to be a way to. Yeah. But I mean, I don't have like the visa application in front of me. So it's a little bit hard to yeah, know. Next time mail that. You know what <laughs> What the, the rules are on this visa. But. I feel like the people not to consider in this are the parents. Like. Yeah. But what it like. So what happens if they just have to can't. I guess if they, have they have to, to cancel. cancel. They have to cancel. Hopefully the, they can get some money back. I mean, I'm worried about that. I, I'm assuming there can be money that's gotten back. Or maybe one set of parents comes to be with one of the people. Or maybe both parents come. And you and just you spend do your, your own separate thing. vacations. Yeah. Which might be the nice solution for I, everyone This involved. is what I think. I think Allison and I seem to be on the same page here. Okay. I think if you have a partner that you've been with for years and you have an open relationship with, it sounds like you ultimately have pretty good communication, except for you feel like you can't talk about how you're feeling. Can yeah. you bring this to him or her and say, it's him, right? I, I think it's a him. Why do I think that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, my pronouns are all over the place. But say to your partner. Oh, he will have to leave the country. Okay. Yes, okay. Say to him, I'm not feeling it, and I'm going to ruin the holidays either way. Because the memory of it was all a lie. Like, they're going to have more things to bullshit you on and you're going to be in hell so talk to him earlier and be like maybe we stay together like on the surface for the sake of our parents and then we just break it to them after the holidays but as I think he and his partner should actually use this opportunity to be on the same side during the holiday season oh that's good that's very good advice Jen yeah I think it's like and now I'm not saying it could rekindle the romance or anything like that but I think it's a beautiful way to realize that um this is another person. It's not just a situation you have in right, front of you. Right, right. And talk to them and say, I'm, I'm not in love. I don't. And they might flip out. Ah, everything's mm-hmm. canceled. Then, then that's a risky run and let them deal with it that way. Right. And then maybe your parents can still come and whatever. Right. Because the out. Right. I, that's you cannot very control the outcome. You, have, you don't know the outcome. No. And here I am trying to already plan what's going on for the parents. I'm worried about the parents. But that's not the issue. No. Um, talk to your partner. You're on the same side when yeah. you break up. You're on the same side when well, you get together. Also, I just. I just said, is I wrote, is he aware? Have you guys been talking about this? Because it sounds like, I mean, they opened up their relationship. Yeah. So that may not be a sign that things are wrong. That might mm-hmm. just be a sign that the relationship's changing and you want to see what happens if you try it a new way, right? Yeah. But, I mean, is this going to, are you, sp- I just can't get the sense of whether the partner's aware that things are going this way or this is, has he's have they talked about it or is it all in his head and he's just like letting it build up and he's just gonna be like hey i'm out yeah i you think it, it sounds like it's been in his head and it's building up because i think he so says, i think yeah t- i think like let's, let's let him in start on talking it. about it yeah i mean and at the very least he, this guy is your friend that's you might not gonna be you might not gonna be anymore <laughs> but at well the he very says least. he loves him dearly and you want the best for him so what this would, would you be want the best if somebody him. wanted the best for you? You'd probably just want them to be honest with you. Yeah. So you could make decisions based on their feelings. I mean, that's really, I think, the kindest thing you could do. And, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, life isn't going by the holiday schedule that no. we want it to go by. Um, I don't have to tell you that because you're about to ruin your holidays. No, just kidding. But um, 
And I do like the the imagined outcome, though, that if you do break up and you really, really split, your parents could still come and like visit both of yeah. you separately. So maybe that would be a nice thing for him to have if he doesn't see this coming. Right. And I feel like when people are like, oh, but then this other complicated thing, this, you're just adding things in. Like, don't punish yourself. Just right. What is pretend the- no one is around and it's not the holidays and just... What would you want to do today? What are you sure of today? I think this needs to end. Then have the fucking conversation. And I just, I'm really big into people being on each other's side. I love that. I love you. that piece of advice. That's my Kirksey. new, that's my new like thing. I say it about everything now to people in relationships and I'm not anyone. But if I were, I would do that kind of thing. Well, best of luck. Best of luck to you on holidays. I yeah, hope please it- let me know. I want to know what countries they're in too. I mean, that part about the job sucks. But again, your partner knew. Also, I love that, like. The risk he was taking. Are they are they celebrating Christmas? Because he uses the word Michigas, which I'm like, I'm so. I'm, I know. Are you Jewish? I say Michigas, and I'm not yeah, Jewish. Yeah, well, if you've ever. Yeah, that's true. If you've lived in New York, you use a lot of Yiddish. Exactly. So, and I, I love it. It's so expressive. I thought you were going to say it's so expensive. I'm like, no, that's there's no <laughs> charge. But learning Yiddish, very expensive. <laughs> it's like. Because I looked into it once. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you were joking, like no, the no. way that like TM costs a lot of money. Wait, um, how much does it cost? Well, it's just like you have to go to NYU to learn it or something. Oh, okay, like, so you like you have know. to go to college, or you can get like Yiddish for dummies. But is that really going to work? I feel like it should be like Yiddish, Yiddish for, for schmucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I just made up the word klopniks. I, oh, no, I was like, wow, that's, that's a good not one. actually a word in Yiddish. It just sounds like it should be. All right. Oh, here's something okay. about Jewish. Oh, okay. Let's just about right. Jewish. This is about Jewish. Let's do a Jewish. One. <laughs> oh Which God. one is that? Um, the first one. Oh wait, hold on. Yes, the first one. Oh. He says, uh, "Feel free to use my name, Hell." Oh, okay. If someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, if someone oh. in in my family is is an ice cream funner, I'd love to know. I love Thanksgiving. However, the Thanksgiving season has not been a pleasant time in my life recently. In 2016, a post-election Thanksgiving. Right. Let us all take a moment. I didn't go home for that one. That was difficult enough. Became even more traumatic when my live-in boyfriend of four years and I broke up less than a week before the holiday. Oh, that was like me. I had a breakup like five weeks after the election. Some men couldn't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) I have no breakups because I don't date. Call me. Okay, I don't date either. It was was the same person I always go back and forth with because I won't date. A holiday that we were (laughs) supposed to host for my family. Okay, that's, yeah. Last year, as the one-year anniversary of my breakup approached, I received news that my father died. Awesome. I had not spoken to him or seen him in seven years. Okay. His funeral was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I spent the last two dinners of my favorite holiday as a zombie at the table wanting to stick my head through my plate. So I would really like to take a break from the holiday. However, I cannot seem to avoid the relentless guilt from my Jewish mother about skipping the holiday. Oh, it's the first one without the husband. Oh, so the first year without my husband. Are we being anti-Semitic in the the face of what's going on? Wait, no, but go keep keep reading. This Thanksgiving (laughs) is her partner's birthday. Oh, she's fine. So, yeah. yeah. So it's possibly the first. Wait, she's already with someone else? Oh, they they haven't been been divorced. Okay, right. That's my assumption is that they were divorced. So it's possibly the first time in two years that his kids and my side will be at the same event. Oh, given the one-year anniversary of my father's death, I find this to me all the more triggering. You're not going, by the way. I will come to your house and handcuff you. (laughs) I would honestly rather spend the day at a soup kitchen. Don't. don't. 
go soup kitcheting. I know, but I get that's it. nice. It's be, yeah. That's really nice. Or alone in my I apartment. Like Should I stick it out or how do I explain my feelings to my mother in the softest way possible? You don't got to explain yourself. Thanks for everything. I love this podcast. On a side note, um, I noticed the amount of people who wrote in saying that they listen to this podcast while cleaning and organizing. <laughs> I have sort of a weekly tradition of listening to this while I refold my drawers and drawers like undies and organize my tiny Long Island city room. Thanks for everything, rich bitch. Love oh, Gabriel. Nice. Oh, oh oops. no, no, he oh, said he I said could. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Here's sorry. what you're gonna do. You start. Um, well, okay, Gabriel. Uh, I just want to say that those are big. Blow, Gabriel, blow. <laughs> Why don't you blow, Gabriel, blow? Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Gabriel. You know we do that sometimes. It's just you can't. What is that help from? It. Anything goes. Anything goes. Oh, good one. Okay, uh, those are big losses. You suffered two really profound losses on your thing. Your four years uh, partner that you lived with, okay, not good. And then the loss of your father, which, I mean, you can't, uh, awful. Yeah. The loss of a parent is so profound. And then you hadn't been in touch with him. So there's probably, I'm just going to guess, some unresolved issues, which makes it, I think, probably harder. Yeah. So. I'm just sincerely hoping that you get real counseling and that you oh, right. <laughs> have, you know, you're okay. And I just really wanted to say that and that you... Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm counseling. Are you getting blow, yeah. Gabriel, blow in there? Yeah. Go. Um, and, oh, uh, so here's what I was going to say. I mean, I have stopped. I don't go to Thanksgiving with my family just because, like, I can't travel two times in, in one month yeah. to get, like, I've told my parents who and my mother like wants nothing more than her kids to be home like for every holiday like she wants that so much and we all know it yeah and we always feel bad but she's also come to be okay with it I have to say because we've just been like I mean I'm telling I lived in New York they were on Cape Cod that's like a five-hour trip Mm. and I was just like I can't do it twice and they you know so for a lot less than you're talking about, I have skipped Thanksgiving with my family. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, um, I mean, you're very kind to say you want to explain it to your mother in the softest way possible. And I think there's something that could be said about um, that people have different ways of handling grief. Mm-hmm. And that while her way may be to surround herself with people mm-hmm. and feel less lonely if she is still grieving over her ex, which I don't really know, but... Your way is to not do that. You need some alone time right now, and you just need to be with yourself. And I think, hopefully, I mean, that's something you can tell her, but ultimately, it is your decision. Yeah. And I think, this is what I would say. If it's your favorite holiday, it's never going to be the same right now. Like, just not this year. It's not going to reset back to your favorite holiday. Maybe next time... Whatever, but I'm sure one of the things you love about it is, is it the food? You know, um, I would say reset, give yourself a new tradition, like not a like pouty pouty, I sit alone, like actually do something as though 50 people were around you and like do it by yourself. I had a Thanksgiving alone once and I was so into it. I had been traveling and working at Chelsea lately. I no, Nothing drama terrible was going on. I just wanted to order from Cantor's, which is like our cat's deli, right? And I wanted to get, there was a whole Thanksgiving thing and I was going to order in and watch a bunch of movies. And I was so excited and I had a friend who just couldn't accept that I was doing this. And I went to their house like out of 
just feeling like maybe they're right. What if I start to feel lonely? It's like I should have just waited for that moment to happen and then dealt with it because I don't think it ever would have come. No, I mean. And I went to their place and was annoyed because it was like people I didn't know and food I didn't want. And you never want to have to. I don't think there's any comfort, and I think that's an important thing that you're bringing up is it would be one thing if maybe just a really one or two good friends of yours had said, well, let's just get together. Yeah. But you never want to have to feel like you have to be on in front of people you don't know that well when you're – or people you don't really want to be around when you're going through something, or yeah. you just would rather have your Thanksgiving alone. I mean, so that changes the entire dynamic of what you have to do. So maybe that's an added thing here. But um, yeah, two years ago, I went to dinner alone in Brooklyn for Thanksgiving, and mm. I read a book and I had some wine, and it was fantastic. That sounds amazing. It was fantastic. I mean, I was a little bit like you know, but I was people watching, and like I didn't really mind. And you had things to do, you just didn't do them. Yeah, I mean, I could have gone home, or I'm sure I could have found a friend, whatever. But I just was like, you know, I like going out for Thanksgiving. There's like, I can walk down to Carroll Gardens or whatever and Mm -hmm. go get a meal. So that's what I did. Yeah, I think that, like... So I would, like... I think you mentioned the word comfort. This is, like, your opportunity as a grown-up to soothe yourself. Like, you are taking care of yourself. And your mother, technically, if she could understand that language, would be proud of you. She probably doesn't relate to that you're not uh, upset and alone. So she might spend some of the holidays in a tizzy that you're not there worrying. Again, that's on her. Everybody, you know, Google codependency and read three paragraphs. They'd be like, oh, I get it. Like, don't worry about her. This is about you. And so even, I know you said soup kitchen. And it always, listen, being of service to other people is a great way to get out of yourself. But I feel like you haven't been into yourself enough. And so we don't always have to do that at the expense of ourselves. So soup kitchen, fine. But you know what? You can do that anytime, whatevs. I'm thinking, because you're in Long Island City, is that like, that's like right over, that's very close to Manhattan, right? There's that little quick train. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much money you have or don't. Is there a world where you get a hotel the night before, somewhere near, en route, that the Macy's Day Parade goes by, and go to hotels.com. They have great deals. They're not a sponsor. Um, And... Do something stupid and fun, like go to the fucking Macy's Day Parade or stay in a hotel overlooking it or order in every deli makes Thanksgiving and get like I three mean, movies you love. It. Yes, go to um, Whole Foods. You know, get everybody you in want. New York makes it. You get, know. Yeah, get everything you want, all the drinks you would have and have one by yourself, but not, it's like in an empowered, fun way. Like imagine you were, call, like whatever you have to do, imagine you're calling in sick to work and it's July and you're having a weird Thanksgiving dinner. By, like, just do something weird and fun and different. And I think that that might make you right. feel better. But please do not go home with your family. It, it's just not time. It's time for you to be by yourself. In a, I've been a sinner. I've been a scab. But now I'm willing to turn my life around. Low. Low. I was low, Gabriel low. I was low, Gabriel low. Mighty low, Gabriel low. Oh my God, now since I've seen the light, I'm good by day and I'm good by night. Where are we oh. headed? Hell. Headed for hell. I guess we're telling him to convert. Find Jesus, Gabriel. <laughs> Enough of this. Gabriel, Enough of this. Blow it off, Gabriel. Blow it <laughs> off. Oh, blow it off, Gabriel. I love it. God, we're so good. Okay, good I'm luck. I'm going to be pissed if you don't spend it alone. Uh oh. And you don't want to piss off no. Jen Kirksey. I Kirk will block man. you from the podcast. I don't know what Blocked that. bin. Blocked. Uh, all right. How's the, how's the salad? I'm glad you're here to witness this. Dead sober. <laughs> I slur a lot. 
doesn't mean I don't have a pill problem that I'm hiding, but I'm not. Okay. Um, how about this? I've got a silly topic for one of your <laughs> holiday advice episodes. I thought we'd do this one for Thanksgiving because it sounds like she's going to see these people both. This is just so good. Love. It can apply to any holiday because this issue happens anytime we gather. My sister-in-law does not bring wine to the holiday gatherings. She and my brother-in-law always bring water bottles filled with water, which is great, except she doesn't drink her water. I don't understand that. Okay. Do they think they're on some weird diet? I just, like, she literally takes bottles and fills them with water <laughs> from the tap. I mean, is it, it's not like, it doesn't sound like she's bringing bottled water. It no. sounds like she's just taking bottles and just filling them with water. Water bottle. I don't know. It's like, oh, we just came from a run. Don't you, like, have water, water at the house? Okay, keep going. I, I mean, this is like, I've never heard of this. Okay. She drinks our wine. Oh, so she drinks. Oh, yeah. She oh, yeah. drinks our wine and my in-law's wine. It's a family gathering. It's communal. I don't have a problem sharing. Yep. People apologize way too much for complaining about insane people. They're like, you know, I'm really. It makes like, you know that they're good people. Yeah. But, you know, guys, it's enough. We get it. In fact, I enjoy sharing. We get it. It's part of the holiday fun. Okay. <laughs> but she doesn't contribute and still gets her drank on. The two of them don't make a lot of money. However, they are getting by and live a respectable middle class life. Listen, Charles Shaw, fucking three ninety nine at Trader Joe's. <laughs> middle class life says to me, I, I wrote down, um, you can get a great bottle of wine for under $20. Yeah. A great bottle. Not even just a good bottle. A really good bottle of wine. And if you have a BevMo in your area, they've got that five cent wine sale. So buy way, one bottle, get another one for five cents. DM me because I will send you the names of oh, good me too. bottles of wine. Oh. Like, DM me. I was <laughs> DM. Slide into me. Yeah, what is your, tw- give me your Twitter. Alistillo. A-L-I-S. That's the worst. A-L-L-I-S-T-I-L-L-O. It's hard. It, I know. It's Allison it, and Costello together. Oh, I love Stello. it. Okay. I know the two of them don't make a lot of money. Okay, go ahead. They can't. I did. For example, they can't afford a vacation or they can't afford a new dining room table. I get it. Luckily, wine is not the cost of a vacation. You know what, though? My brother-in-law has every gaming system out there in all the games. When the new gaming models are released, he is one of the people that is pre-ordered. And my sister-in-law has every god-awful patterned pair of LuLaRoe <laughs> leggings. I don't even know what that is. I said, are those it's, Lululemon ripoffs? <laughs> I, I think that's Lindsay Lohan. Oh, it is? No, she had some legging line, and it used to be a number that was like Marilyn Monroe's birthday or some other tragic thing, because oh. they all love that, where fashion meets comfort. LuLaRoe, a community that celebrates love, uniqueness, and freedom. Oh, it's not her. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? Okay. So when they say they can't afford things, what they really mean is they choose to spend their money in other ways, as we all do. Back at the issue at hand, how do we get her to contribute? Help turn my sister-in-law's water into wine. Yeah, because, look it, there's things I don't want to spend money on, like, that I might go, oh, I don't have the money for that. It's like, technically, do I have 20 bucks? Yes. But it's rude to go to a party and partake in something and not replace it. So I think it's just as simple as you have to say, do you know it's rude, what you're doing? (laughs) I was a little more passive-aggressive. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Because, you know... Sometimes that's... Oh, nice. I don't know if I would actually say that, but that would be the advice I I'd said, give. your sister has a condition <laughs> that we technically... It's got a technical name. We call it cheap. I love it. It's, like, so not generous. It's so not in the spirit of what yeah. the holiday is. But, um, I mean, why not send an email to everybody coming and, like, ask people to bring specific things? Just say, like, hey, everybody, we're playing this great dinner, but here's what we need. We'd like so-and-so to bring a bottle of wine, like so-and-so to bring wine, and maybe, yeah. who knows. But, like, see what happens if you specifically are, like, and you guys bring wine. And it sounds like other people are just bringing it 
no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think that might be an uh, an interesting way to like, hey, every we're just asking everybody to bring something. So here's a list of what we need. That's perfect. Even if you don't, just fucking do it. Well, here's what's great. When you ask someone and they don't. Then it's like. Then you can go, oh, excuse me. Now, here's what I think they would do. They would go, oh, well, we'll make potato. They'll like make something and bring it. And you'll be like, no. And then they'll drink everyone's wine. (laughs) And then you'll go, I, why didn't you bring wine? And you know what? You guys always do this. You drink everyone's wine. They'll go, is that what that email was about? And then you're. Okay. How about this? I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just excited for that. Every time they like pick up a bottle of wine just replace it with just like take it out of their hands and give them their water just be like oh you wanted this wine oh yeah you can and act like you think it's wine like get real crazy on them and see what happens like that would be fun oh i like that idea yeah just like oh no this is yours like just yeah you just have to come and there's just bottles of wine filled with water and you're like have some wine that's even better but everybody else's wine is somewhere they don't know where it is and they're like what are you doing you're like oh what are you talking about that's wine that's an even better idea Hide all the wine so there's one bottle, but there's not. Right. And then when they go for the last, they're like, where's the wine? Go, didn't, you should bring some then if you want some. You oh, yeah, do we'll just open year. yours. Just, oh, yeah, we'll open yours There's a lot of fun, now. passy aggressive. I mean, it, it just, that's all bad advice, but it would be really fun to see well, what happens. And if all else fails, just say, do you know, you guys like, you're like the butt of our jokes. We make fun of you when you leave. And, and I mean, you could just, I don't know what your relationship is like with her, but could you just be like, hey, could you guys just bring some wine this year? <laughs> like, we don't need water. <laughs> like, we got the water covered. It's so weird that they're not, I thought they were like joggers that have their water in their hand or they're always dehydrated because they're on some kind of, like, I brought my hot pot kettle with me like, that who? Allison was confused about. That, like, I never know if places are going to have places where I can boil water when I drink my hot water. But, like, you filled it up with water here. Right. Yeah, and then I will always at a party bring wine, even though I might not be drinking it. Oh, I always bring it because I love the sparklers. So I right, and if you have a specific kind you want, yeah, I mean I always want to make sure. But you know. yeah, no, that's not that generous. Let's uh, be honest. But um, but I, yeah, uh, I just want to know what you end up doing so badly and like. Oh. Okay, hang on. Sorry. What? One of them. I think we only have room for one more, and I. I wanted, I liked the one about the brother who kind of, quote, came out. Oh, my gosh. This one is... Okay. I mean, I like it. I think there's a lot of issues. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jen. I don't know if I'm supposed to say your name. My name's... I'm going to say Emma. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> I'm a college senior, and I recently found out something about my brother. Preface. He's almost 10 years older than me, so our relationship has always felt like he's a second father figure. That's funny. My sister's 10 years older, but I don't think of her as... A mother. Think of her as my And my younger sister is nine years younger than I am, and she does not think of me as a mother figure, I don't think. No. Me and my sister seem like the same age to me. Um, Just contrast compare. Yeah. Not right or wrong. Not right or wrong. Not right or wrong. Just contrast compare. Him and I were really close when I was in high school, but when I got to college, I I mean, by the way, it's like totally normal not to bond with a sibling that much different in age. Um, Him and I were really close when I was in high school, but when I got to college, I bonded more with my sister, who's two years older. Makes sense. Because my sister, who's older than me, is closer to the one that's older than both of us because they're closer in age. So, like, I'm 10 and 14 years apart. I'm actually closest to my younger sister, who's nine years younger than me. Mm. Then my brother, who's only three years older than I am. Weird. I think it's a sister's thing. Yeah, it could be a gender thing. Um, (laughs) 
My sister and I started noticing him growing distant, but chose to believe outside factors like not being fully satisfied with his job or wanting to be in a relationship, but not being in one. It's a running joke that he doesn't go after what he wants, but now that kind of joke has been pervasive in his life. However, this summer, I got some answers. I was living in LA for the summer and saw your lab show. Thanks. And I was telling him a few weeks after the show how great you were. I really didn't know this at all. This I was like, can't wait to get to this one. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> he was really drunk, and he revealed to me that he's been cross-dressing for years. How does that, first of all, did he acknowledge at all, like, what's her comedy like? Or was he just like, I've been cross-dressing. I was he's telling like, you about Jen Parkman. fashion is so amazing <laughs> that I have to tell you, I've been cross-dressing for years. Obviously, this doesn't change how I feel about him, but he swore to me not to tell anyone else in the family. I caved a few weeks later and told my sister. <laughs> well, there you go. Who wouldn't? Trustworthy. I okay. would never <laughs> keep a secret. I mean. You wouldn't really? This big a one? Uh, I would tell the person I'm close with if they wouldn't tell anyone. If I knew they, were, right, they keep, could keep okay, one. keep going. I caved a few weeks later and told my sister because it finally shed light on why he has been private about his life for so many years. But my question for you is this. I will see him over Thanksgiving. How do I approach the conversation? You don't. He'll talk to you about it again when he wants to. He doesn't have a ton of people in his life who he can be real with. And from what he's told me, he hasn't revealed this part of his life to everyone. He's 30. Because you can do that for him. Yeah. He's 30 and I might be looked at as the annoying little sister, but I want him to know he can talk to me about anything. Or the very least, clear the air on the drunken texting. Oh, is it texting? I mean, they t- I know. Conversation we had a few months ago. Well, first of all, Thanksgiving, just because it's when we see people, doesn't have to be like when we remind them of this deep thing they said to us. Like or the secret it's like everyone's just trying to have some pie and get the fuck out why don't you just text him now at any time in your life and say hey i know that you probably have a ton of people in your life you can't be real with and you haven't revealed this to everybody and i hope you don't look at me as the annoying little sister but i want you know you can talk to me about anything you just wrote it here so text it to him or i i, I don't know i'm gonna go out and let him call him call him actually use talk voices to him. oh yeah texting you know is- i don't know that's just it yeah, seems like a pretty big thing to text about. I don't know. Just and also me. just like, why Thanksgiving? Like, you're going to see him then. Don't bring it up then. Because why are you whispering? What are they talking about? He might not want to talk about it then. And is it transitioning or just cross-dressing? We don't know. Maybe it's... And I, I, there's a lot of things in here like... We don't know that that's why he's been a private person. He could just be also the type of person that doesn't... <laughs> I love that. Okay. I just... Yeah. Maybe I'm on the totally wrong path here, but... And you can rein me in. Uh-huh. But she's like, they saw him growing distant... And they just chose to believe he was going distant for certain reasons, but they didn't ask him. Yeah. And then he, she says, it's a running joke that he doesn't go after what he wants, which sounds really <laughs> mean, actually. I'm like, that's the running joke? Like, maybe he didn't want to tell you guys because you're not really being that nice to him. I don't know. Like, right, right. how is that a running joke that he doesn't go after what he wants? I, I don't know. I, I mean, unless he's in on the joke, and then it's different. Unless he then makes the joke. Yeah. But, so and then maybe if you that's realized, the case. Maybe that's the case, and I read it wrong. So if so, I apologize. Well, also, I'm thinking that she's realizing, like, oh, maybe it was starting with small things. Like, he never asked for the cake he wants. And then it's like, oh, wait, shit, he actually really doesn't. Well, I, but I think you make a good point. It's like, why do you have to? Yeah, I mean, if you want this person to be closer to you, a way to show that is not to just wait till the holidays when you see them to talk to them. A way yeah. to show that is to actually reach out to them at other times and say, hey, I'm here. You want to talk? Like, if you want to talk about any, you know. Yeah, and everyone's also, like, extra triggered around the holidays. Like, everyone has their own shit. Everyone else in the family, people can be drunk, people can be tired, traveling, whatever. Like, it might not be the best time for him to want to open up. 
And then again, you're drunk. You might blurt it out. Your other sister comes over. Just your mother... call them and say, "Hey, I know you can't talk to to anyone about this, but I already told someone else." Oh, so right. Two people there. <laughs> if you want, me, I just feel like talking about it at home. People are going to go, "What are you talking about?" If you're anything like my family, if anyone's whispering, people start crying. You're talking about me, and then you have to tell them what you're talking about so that people stop crying. Don't make them cry. Don't, I mean. I don't know. I feel like you should just get on the phone with them, text him, yeah, voice like, me- FaceTime, voice memo, anything. There's lots well, you of can options. FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime. I mean, that's check a good, out what he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why am I laughing? I but mean, I mean, it's a, it's just that's a big deal. I mean, that is actually a big deal. That and I guess never... they really aren't close because I would have a million questions. We would have talked about it immediately then, and the next day, and a few days later. Like I would never have let up on it. Right. So maybe an issue here is just trying to get build a different relationship with him and in I general. Think, I think I'm yawning because I'm just boring myself. I think she said it perfectly, you know? Um, yeah. I'm not sure how to approach this conversation. I know you don't have a ton of people in life you can be real with, but from what you told me, you haven't revealed this to many people. I know I might be the annoying little sister, but you can talk to me about anything. Literally, you wrote it. Say it to him, not some lady on a podcast. <laughs> Which Even I though, a- thank you for writing yeah, it. Yeah, please. I asked for this. I'm not, I hope I'm not being a cunt, or if I am, it's like in a well, funny... you know... It's funny family way. Yeah. <laughs> you are cut in a fun family way. Oh, fun. All right. Well, we That's don't have time for more you. things, but we can address these two okay. on our next potty because they can work you guys, for we're Christmas coming as well. back. We're coming we're back. We're coming back in a couple weeks. So this one is going to go up tonight or tomorrow morning. Oh, fantastic. So for Halloween, how we're celebrating is they will get advice about Thanksgiving. Great. And then on Thanksgiving, they'll get the Christmas advice episode. So it gives them time to plan ahead. I really want to know. Their options. I really want to know what happens with everybody. Are you in the private secret Facebook group? No. There's a private secret Facebook group. Are you on group? Facebook? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you have to join it and I'll send you the link. And okay. it's, it's I seem funners talking about the oh. types of things we talk about on the show. That's how I seem fun. I know. And it's but it's closed so no one in your Facebook life can see what you write in there. So you awesome. could come in and be like, "Can I just vent about Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, you could go on there, introduce yourself, and people can... Maybe I'll start a thread for, hey, advice people, if you're in this group even. Yeah. Talk to me and Allison about what you've... um, Like what's happened. I'd I'd love to hear. I know. I never hear follow-ups. And the other thing is, too... We have a couple. We've gotten a couple. We have one. Yeah. The gay guy that moved here, he came to a show. He's very happy. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, great. He's doing well. And I think that um, some people have told me, and I think this is why... Even if, like, somebody's already like, look, I figured it out by the time I wrote you. <laughs> right. Someone else has the same problem. Yeah. Relatively. Of course. Of course. We, all we all hear have things. have the same problems, yeah. guys. We're all just doing the best we can. We're doing the, are some of us doing the worst and we maybe can. maybe not as well as I can. And, and it's not about me. But you know what? Oh, wait. Now I'm just checking emails. Okay. <laughs> um, and then after this is a learning how to decorate. Um, uh. Someone asked me for advice on the cheap how to decorate, and I recorded a half-hour thing that's not that good, so I'm just slapping it on the end of this episode. So I mean, I can plug a decor. Oh, please plug can your I sister's plug? wreaths! Yeah. Oh my God, guys. Allison's sister makes these amazing wreaths. They're well, they'll go look. Go plug, plug. Uh, so on Instagram, she's at wreath havoc. Such a W R E A T H. Is there an underscore? I think there's an underscore. Havoc H A V O C, and she also has an Etsy shop. And she makes the most awesome wreaths. And get your holiday orders in soon. And she's... Do you have to know her name? Her name is Sarah Castillo. She's my sister. 
Um, yes, I'm looking but at go it. In, go to her Instagram because all the information's there. It's wreath, W-R-E-A-T-H underscore Havoc, H-A-V-O-C. It's amazing. Glittery, macabre, campy, and flamboyant door decor for sale. Bespoke wreaths for any occasion. Commissions welcome. Message me with questions. And then Etsy.com slash shop slash wreathhavoc.com. And she's going to be making one for Jem this year. So. Oh, I love it. And we'll I'll take pictures of it. it. And I can take pictures of this. Instagram and I can post it with the oh, episode. Fabulous. And then people can know. <gasps> I love sharing information. Thanks. Um, all right. Until next week, have fun. Bye. Bye. Yes, it is. It's Halloween. This is where it begins. Don't let them fool you. It's not Thanksgiving. It's now it's the holiday season so i seem fun has an extra little episode for good girls and boys i tell you how to decorate your thing and then i don't rhyme all right people Woo! this is your little bonus this is your bonus I can't stop. All right. These are the I Seem Fun Holiday Decorating Tips. It all kicked off with this listener email. Hi, Jen. I'm listening to the episode, and you're about to read a listener email about relationship advice where you said, ask me how to decorate a home on the cheap. Well, I'd like to ask. My husband and I just recently purchased a three-bedroom home, which is a huge upgrade from our one-bedroom, so I do not have a lot of Christmas decorations. I want to make my home look cozy and inviting this holiday, but I'm also on a budget. What type of tips do you have for adding fun details throughout the home but won't break my bank? Thanks, Mallory. Well, Mallory, so jealous of your name. I wanted to be named Mallory so badly after family ties. Um... Here are my tips. Now, I'm everybody, I realize that people have real financial problems out there. So I'm trying to keep this all, all across the boards from like, I don't have money problems, but I don't want to spend a lot, but I could afford to invest in one big thing. Or like, no, I have zero dollars to like, whatever. You know, keep in mind, I'm not like an arts and crafts maker. So I don't have any zero dollar suggestions. But I have some ways to make some little changes here and there. So first of all, what you're going to want to think about, especially if you're not like, with you're going all out or just doing a little bit, these are the things I think we need to think about. It's not just throwing a bunch of shit together. You know, I'm sure you've, think about a color scheme and keep it consistent. You know, there's the kind of blue and white and silver Christmas look. I would not personally combine that in the same home or even this, definitely not in the same room, but I wouldn't even want it in the same home as your more red, green Christmas. You know, you, I feel like you have to make a choice or do you want, you know what I mean? 
silver and gold, redo in blue and silver, within relatively the same color scheme. So that can go a long way into making things look chic, even if they're on a budge, you know? I cannot deal with any one strand of Christmas lights. If you only have one strand, then you're going to have to do something different with it than just hang it across a window. You know, put it in a jar or something. But just, well, I'm not going to get into what I don't like. I'm just going to give you some tips. So let's say, when do you start shopping? You could wait until the sales the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, Actually, it's a little too late now, but a lot of times they have sales. Labor Day weekend is a lot of times when I buy things. Um, If you want to spend money on things that will be nice and you will have forever, my favorite is, of course, balsamhill.com, B-A-L-S-A-M hill.com. Now, that's like expensive stuff. So you can always start there and whatever. My suggestion is always you could just Google Christmas decoration ideas and you can get a sense of, ooh, I see how they do these rooms. Uh, obviously, there's Pinterest accounts that have this, but I'm just Googling right now Christmas decoration ideas. And all these pictures come up and you can see, oh, okay, these are the different color schemes. So here, let's start with on the cheap. What are some different things you can do with stuff that you already have? So let's say you have a like a bar cart or a bar area that's on display. Take all the alcohol off. Take all the, you know, practical things. Put those in a closet, a drawer nearby, but, and use that space to display. Now, I personally have winter wonderland kind of wine glasses that I just use for the season. Those you can get at Pier 1. They've got, you know, kind of crystals on them or snow globes. If you can afford to buy some extra glasses because it's it's a decoration, but it's something you'll use. So you could buy even six to eight of them, you know, might run you 30 bucks or something and keep those out displayed in a little tray. And that already looks more Christmassy in that area, right? Now, let's say you can't afford that. Okay, then maybe you just buy like a silver tray or some kind of holiday looking tray and you put it out and you put out wine glasses that you already have. Now, you wouldn't normally display your wine glasses, You know, you normally have them in a cabinet, but maybe you put them out on this holiday-themed tray and you buy some cute little napkins that say like, tis the season or deck the halls or whatever they say. And if those are the two things you can afford, then you put that in your little bar cart area or on your whatever. And if you want to, you know those charms that you can buy that you put around the stem of a wine glass for when you have friends over and that's how I know what glass is mine. They have ones that look like little Christmas decorations. So you can put those around the stems of the wine glass. It's on your little tray. Now you've got something holiday-ish. You already had the glasses. Now you've just bought the charms and the napkins and the tray. All of that you can get for like under 10 bucks. So again, my favorite places, Cost Plus World Market, Pier 1. Don't forget, obviously, your local, you know, I don't know if you have a Trader Joe's where you are, but that is always really helpful for... Obviously, if you live in a climate that's good for actual ferns, you know, actual, what am I saying? Greens, the fucking fir trees. Uh, 
a real wreath is always nice. Um, anything real you can get, like little swags of, of things, like those little green, just a swag of, I don't know what it's fucking called, fur. Not fur, but F-I-R. You know what I mean? Like greenage. Jesus Christ. I can't even do this up so quickly. But so something like that, right? You just want it to look, uh, everything should just be a little more special. So another favorite thing of mine is like swapping out some pillows. You know, again, keeping it in the same color scheme. Maybe you get one big furry fluffy pillow. Something that, again, you could keep out for the rest of the year and it doesn't look too weird if you're looking to buy things that aren't just for this time of year. Another thing is, an overall thought is your home is not just about the looks, but it's about sounds and smells. So if you have a holiday playlist, you know, make one and keep it on in like one corner of one room where you don't have a lot of decorations. You know, maybe you get a Yankee candle for your kitchen that's like spiced, whatever. You know, it's all about scents. What I love buying are those cinnamon pine cones um, that you can get at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. They all, they're selling them now. If you have a big bowl, you throw those scented pine cones in. Now it's on your coffee table as a decoration and you throw a couple Christmas ornaments in there, like just simple balls, whether they're green, gold, silver. You mix them in with the pine cones. Boom. There's your cheap little display. And they smell good. If you get, um, so I think it's all about like your your house has to smell a certain way That's that only smells that way during the holiday time of year, right? I think that um, any kind of, uh, so candy canes, right, can be a cheap decoration. Buy a box. You can even, uh, so some things you can do with those. Again, like uh, You could decorate your tree with candy canes. You could just have a candy cane tree instead of ornaments. If you can't afford ornaments, but you want a tree. And, you know, it's like, just be creative. You can you can do whatever you want with it. But it's little touches like that that make something different. So let me give you some examples. What I love to do is take vases that I already have. And you can buy fake snow on Amazon pretty cheaply. Um, you know, it's like five forty-eight. It's called winter snow, five dollars forty-eight cents, or sparkling snow, which is three dollars. And what I like to do is fill little vases with it, and I like to throw maybe some little tiny. You know, you're gonna have to buy ornaments. Kmart's a good place to get them, like little silver balls, little gold balls. I throw those and fake snow in a thing. And you might even put, I wouldn't put a real candle in it, but maybe a uh, flameless tea light candle in it. There you go. Now you have a decoration. Or you might take those little fairy lights and throw them in there somehow. And I would put, I have a little table where I put different vases of different sizes that I already have. And I throw fake snow in and ornaments and little lights. And it just looks like this little village on that little area. And now it's like half stuff you already have and stuff you're buying that's not that expensive. Another thing I like to do is poinsettia plants. They come in white or red, so it can fit in with your color scheme. Again, you can buy these little fairy lights and you can kind of put it around uh, like in the dirt so it kind of glows from within. 
And that's kind of a cute look too. Another thing I like to do is if you have really like those big pretty ornaments, like a big snowflake or something that's really special, I might buy a few of those and hang them on the knobs of like if you have a a hutch or a chest or something like that, you know. Um, Christmas cards, I save Christmas cards and you, I don't take a string. I, I put, I put them like up displayed on this, like on these bar shelves, but you could take a simple piece of silver string or something like that and just attach all of the Christmas cards, you know, get a hole puncher, punch a hole through the Christmas cards, put it through the string, hang it up. There you go. There's decorations. And if you had saved ones from last year, then it already looks decorated at the beginning of the season. You can keep adding and replacing as it goes on. Another thing that's a favorite thing of mine to do on the cheap is like, this is, this is a great idea. I mean, I'll actually do this, but, uh, I have, I have a similar thing that I do, which is I have certain things that are in frames and I take it out. So let's say your living room already has, you have some framed photos on the wall and you have some framed photos in frames. So why not take the photos out that are normally in it, put them aside and frame pictures of past holidays where there's like actual pictures of a Christmas tree, or maybe you want to frame a piece of wrapping paper, just anything that looks holiday-ish anywhere that you can put it around the house, you know? Um, But I think if you can, it's the little touches that matter the most. If you normally have a blanket on the couch, if you normally have throw pillows, get some holiday-themed ones. And again, my favorite place to go for that is Pier 1. And this is where it's like I would commit to opening up a separate email account like Christmas Shopping 2018 at Gmail or whatever you're fucking doing and just sign up. Yes, yes, I'll join your mailing list for 10% off. It does start to add up after a while. um, And then you can unsubscribe at the end of the year and all that kind of thing. So another thing that's great. So let's say, say you buy like a little normal wreath or a little normal like piece of swag bows are some of my favorite things, B-O-W-S. So if you go Amazon, uh, Christmas bows, you can get like a package of bows. A lot of times they're velvet or they're sparkly. And again, you could decorate an entire tree with just bows or you could put bows on anything. You know, um, another thing that I, that I love doing is, you know, Christmas lights in the windows instead of, um, like those little candles. So they have those LED ones, put them on a windowsill. They sell them in bulk at Amazon. You can get those. They're obviously not real candles, but I'm a big fan of a fake wreath that's already pre-lit. Again, like this might be too expensive for some people, but it's one of my favorite things to do. And I like to put wreaths on every door. Even that can be a thing. Um, If you're looking for an inexpensive Christmas tree, I really again, can't recommend enough, like hit that sale at Kmart. But keep in mind, so another thing you can do, get a little jar, like the way you would put, um, like if you have an ashtray, if you have a candy jar, if you have a bowl you put on a table with nuts in it when people come over, whatever, just start buying holiday themed candy, whether it's like, you know, the red, green, and gold Reese's peanut butter cups, and just have that out in a display. You know, any little touch that can seem holiday-ish is really helpful. But again, 
keep the color scheme. Be a Nazi about it. Even if it's, <laughs> even if it's like the candy has to match the tree, like it will feel so freaking streamlined. And you just don't want things to look cheap. So sometimes like the, you can get a cheap tree, but if you have a really beautiful, like you could even buy, um, a tree skirt. Like I, I love to buy tree skirts that are kind of furry and, and look really fun and furry. And if that's too expensive, it's like you could even take a furry blanket if you already have one and wrap it around the bottom of the tree, just something that looks authentic and different and not like, oh, it's just the bottom of the tree stand and we're broke this year. It's like find little ways to make something special. So I'm a big fan of, I've said this before, ball jars, B-A-L-L. You can put that in Amazon, you know, uh, mason jars. So it's like you could get uh, 12 of them for 20 bucks, you know, and that is like throw your fairy lights in there, throw your fake snow, put it all around in different places, and there you go. Your place looks decorated. I would have candles everywhere. White candles can look so holiday-ish. So white candles everywhere. Um, candle holders, they can come really cheap. You could even use a saucer if you wanted to, especially if you use something bigger like a saucer that you already have in the house. Then at the base of it, that's where you can put fake snow there, little trinket, like little tiny um, decoration, you know, ornaments. Anything that says, this is a normal candle, I can use it any time of year, but when I add this holiday thing to it, it's special. I don't think you need to do every room. I think a kitchen, it's like one simple thing in the kitchen, you know, whether it's dish towels that have a little Christmas thing on them. That is another favorite go-to of mine. Um, I buy the tissue boxes that have Christmas things on them. Throw that in a bathroom, maybe put a little bowl of the scented pine cones in the bathroom, boom, you have a holiday bathroom. It doesn't take a lot. You know, if it's in your house, it's like maybe the dining room, there's a centerpiece, you know, and maybe in the living room, it's all about the tree. And then something like your home office or your den, like maybe you don't need decorations in there the same way that you would other places. Um, also, like if you buy actual real cranberries, that is sort of a fun thing. You can put those in a bowl with some fake snow, some pine cones. It's, there are a million cheap things that you can buy, but for me, like the biggest thing is I will, I have a Christmas garland that I put over, um, I put it underneath my counter. I put it over my, my dining room hutch. I put it, I have this big window and I put it above the curtains and I add decorations to it. I decorate it like it was a tree and it looks really full and lush and cool and it's pre-lit. So again, like I spent a pretty penny on those things. They were like a hundred bucks each but I'll have them for years and every year I decorate them as I see fit. But I can't emphasize enough, vases, clear vases that you already have <coughs> filled with fairy lights and ornaments is a great way to go. Now, for the centerpiece on the table, um, I'm a big fan of like a giant tray where you have all different size candles and uh, maybe like within the tray itself, you can throw some whatever, whether it's Christmas cards, throw some fake snow in there, throw some pine cones, whatever it is, just to make it look fancy. If you want to uh, get placemats, like they have great sparkly ones at Pier 1, just put four placemats out on your table, 
boom, it already looks like something festive is going on. It's little things like that, like weird. It's almost like you have to think of your house as like you're displaying things that normally we hide in drawers. Like put out those fun wine glasses. If you want to have a bar cart and you want your alcohol out, they also sell like muffs. Like it's almost, it's almost as if your wine bottle is wearing a furry scarf, you know, they, or they have fun scarves that you can put on bottles. Boom. Get a pack of those. Put them on all your bottles. Bang, bang, bing. Something looks special and kind of Christmassy. Uh, even light bulbs, you know, get red and green light bulbs, put them in the lights in a certain room. It's all about changing the atmosphere so that when the sun goes down at 4.30, you kind of have this wonderland. I think to me, the most important thing are, is lighting and smells. And as much as you can, I don't have a real tree. So I, I buy um, a, a Yankee candle that smells like a Christmas tree and I put it right next to the fake tree, boom, feels and smells just like Christmas. I love going to Etsy to look for cheap things. Like I decided I wanted to start collecting vintage matches and I Googled Christmas matches on Etsy. I bought a bunch of them. I put them in a bowl. Now it's like a tradition. I only bring them out at Christmas. Um, Another decorating hack is a wine glass upside down. So If you take a wine glass, put it upside down, then you can put a candle on the base of it. And that looks kind of Christmassy. You can buy some bows and you can tie a bow around uh, like right where the globe, you know, the base of the globe, the candle, the base of the lip. uh, You know what I'm saying? Take a wine glass, put it upside down, put a bow around it. And then at the top, which is the base of the wine glass, is now the candle holder. Um, now how do you decorate like, you know, uh, hang on one sec. Okay. So how do you decorate, um, like, Sorry, I, I don't know. What, I'm sorry. I'm reading something. I'm totally distracted. I just started looking at this thing. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, now, if you wanted to do something like different in your kitchen, it's like, again, like none of this, you're going to have to spend some fucking money, but you could get like snowman plates or whatever, anything like that, mugs that have Christmassy things. And it's like now in your kitchen, if you have a little mug stand, it's like you put out the Christmassy mugs, set your table. So it's constantly set with Christmassy plates and you don't have to go into like all of this huge decorating. It's just that everything is a little different. Everything is a little special. Um, another thing that I would highly advise is make sure. So let's say that you have a, uh, you know, your, your big Christmas tree with, with all of your ornaments on it, make sure that you don't have too many things around it, like spread it out, like be willing to be like, this room showcases this. You don't have to like throw everything in the same area. Like it just starts to look cheap and weird after a while. So if you do have many rooms, maybe one room just has each thing. Um, but I also just recommend it's, take everything out of your rooms that you can. Like I ha- in during Christmas, 
my coffee table does not have anything non-Christmassy on it. So like my coffee table books, they go in a different place now. And so the table is just about Christmas stuff so that it doesn't look like, oh, my normal stuff with just a few things thrown on it. It's like, it's intentional. And I think that will help you, especially if you're doing things on the cheap so that it doesn't look like, wait, is this decorated? Or she just throws some cheap things on some stuff that she already had. I feel like it's like clearing your house of things that you already had and just having a little table that, yeah, maybe you used to put coffee table books on it or pictures. Now it's just for your little lighted area, you know? Um, again, shop the sales. There usually is one sale around this time of year, right before they put out the holiday stuff. Um, another thing that I highly recommend is shit. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Goddamn. Guys, I am trying to, I had a bunch of things like online organized to show you and I cannot fucking find it for the life of me. Um, so let me just go on here one's website and I'll show. Okay, great. So right now they're having a sale, 50% off, buy one, get one 50% off Christmas decor, ornaments, florals, pillows, more. What I highly recommend doing is getting something kind of different that you would never think about, like getting a giant, you know, thing of like silver, like fake stuff. Like don't be afraid of a floor vase. That's all I'm saying. Get a big vase that you can put on the floor and put some giant like silver things in it that are tall because you want, everything seems bigger. Once you put the tree up, it's like everything around it can seem kind of small. Like you want other areas in your house to have height. Do not fear a floor vase with stuff coming out of it. Now that might, you might already have one, but think about, you know, whatever. If you have a giant plant, I, I would also keep, like, I hate the look of if someone has like a floor plant and then they're like, oh, we'll put Christmas lights on it. It's like, just let that be a floor plant. You know, I feel like we got the Christmas tree. Maybe you'll put some lights on your poinsettia or whatever, but things that are already on their own, like going to stay there all year. I think it looks cheap when you just try to Christmas it up, if that makes sense. Um, don't be afraid. Again, little touches in the bathroom, the Christmas soap, the Christmas candle, the Christmas uh, tissue box, and in the kitchen, the Christmas apron, the Christmas doodads, you know, um, the towels, whatever. It's those kind of rooms you don't need to really have decorations in. Um, I highly recommend that hang on one second, hang on one second, a Christmas tablecloth can make all the fucking difference. So take everything off your dining room table, put that tablecloth on, whether it's red and plaid, whether it's silver snowflakes, put it on. You could even just have two simple candles in the center of it as like dining room candles and you're done. You know, you don't need much more than that. But it's like, again, it's all about decluttering as well. Get, oh, but I use the dining room table as my desk. Not during the month of Christmas, you don't. You take everything off, put the tablecloth on as if you're sitting down to dinner every night with that so that everything always looks a little bit special. You should kind of feel like 
a guest in your own home. In a, not in like an oppressive way where you're like, I can't even sit on anything. But if everything feels a little special, then it won't really matter how, quote, decorated everything is. Um, oh, man, I wish you guys could deal with this sale right now. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I feel like that's all I have for you. I don't think this was this helpful, but it is just a bonus. So there you go. But if you want to take a picture of your decorations and let's start an I seem fun thread on this in the private Facebook group. And, um, you know, there's obviously like way more like cheap DIY ideas that I found on Pinterest and all these places, but I am not good at like making things, you know, um, I'm a big fan of trays to display and streamlining and using like, I like a blue, silver, and white and gold, all mixed Christmas decor. I really don't love the red and green traditional. I just don't think it looks that great in my apartment, which my apartment has a lot of blues and golds in it. So I just think it would just be too much, you know, of a color faux pas. But, um, Another thing is if you have a chandelier, like don't fear, don't fear putting beads on it. You know, don't fear hanging decorations from it. Like just have fun with it. It should be a little silly, but as long as it looks organized, it's not going to be terrible. And I just realized I have a little chandelier and I've never put garland on it. And I think this year is the year. This year is the year I decorate that thing. I know this wasn't that helpful, but... All I got to say is Pier 1, Cost Plus, Trader Joe's, those are your friends this season. Get those like fancy Kmart decorations and don't wait until the day after Thanksgiving because everything will be empty. Get those scented candles. It's about scents as well as sight. This has been the wor- this literally is the worst episode ever. I don't care. All right. Let me, let me know what you guys come up with on your own too. We'll see you on the Facebook group.